I wanted to balance the um, sound levels so everything can be heard. If you would like to hear, you can just put this in to hear yourself. Okay. I'll edit this part out. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Dang it. What were you just talking about? Hello. Talking about breaking through, breaking through the matrix. Oh. How so? There's so many ways. So. Did you hear my explanation to Junior? I missed it. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So what I... This is the theory that just came upon me. Mm-hmm. You know how they can stop the Matrix. Like, they can stop everything. Yeah. Time freezes. And then... Anyway. But the one thing that we can control is ourselves. Yes. So with... And you know how sometimes you get angry and you say some things that you don't mean it's almost like words on it you can't stop it mm-hmm. the anger and like all those like negative feelings is the shit that is how they control us and once you like meditating and doing yoga and exercising and taking care of myself i feel like it's really helped me control myself and my emotions and i feel just so weightless and free and i feel like like when you become one with yourself like that they can't control you anymore I agree. That is breaking the matrix. That is a good way. Um, yeah, because like, you're right about the anger thing. Like the negative emotions. I talk about that a lot. Um, negative emotions are like definitely like that's how like that's when you say opposition. It's really like the only person we're fighting at all times is ourselves at all times. Um, like when that matrix split happens and it is just time stopping, the only thing that's I feel like is different between a person like you or a person like me that does meditate and is like peaceful and like ready to move in those moments and another person is that like the oppressor oppressor the people that like try to keep us down and stuff yeah they'll feed us stuff to keep us distracted on the news and the tv and the cartoons and the music and everything and then that stuff attacks us like in those moments right then because it's like oh what a great time to get you while you're weak and then that's when time really stops and starts to like become a detriment when that happened to me in the past i used to freak out because i'm like oh i hear like bad stuff and i'm like oh shit like the media is definitely a double-edged sword mm-hmm. the media is definitely a double-edged sword yeah they're over here like like okay so like i i understood i talked about this with my brother for a while like um like 
the media is also good because they plant a lot of like the aliens i'm gonna say aliens loosely because i'm gonna say higher intelligence actually the higher intelligence of the universe they are way smarter than us humans so when they incorporate themselves into our existence the way that they do they put stuff in those movies to like zap us into focus and it's almost like a test mm-hmm. um tomorrowland was the movie i think we watched which was i i definitely suggest watching that tomorrowland and it talks about like these people that like went they had this way to go to the future and like see the earth and like they had the decisions to change it and etc etc i'm not gonna run the movie but in there they do stress like this like otherworldly presence that kind of is already sending us info through very small subliminal things that we see in our everyday lives all the time but we've normalized them or the people that don't don't want us to notice has normalized them. They have made them everyday symbols. They've made them everyday sounds, everyday da 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 So now... I feel like people who aren't ready to, like, wake up subconsciously just block it all out. They, oh. And they don't even realize they're doing it. Yep. Done and done. You try to talk about this stuff with someone who's not, like, having it or isn't ready with quotation marks. Yeah, that breaks that's their barriers. Like, that breaks their rooting. And... I... That's how I feel like my parents are. And it's really, like, it sucks to see that mm-hmm. they probably won't ever change, like, how they are. And I know they're I know they're unhappy, and I just don't mm. think they realize that happiness is inside of them. And it's so painful to see that, but all you can do is, like, just try to be supportive and, like, be, yes. like, that little, I guess, rainbow. Like, just love them. Yeah, just <clears throat> love them. Right. And all their, like, they're fucking humans, just like us. Exactly. It took me a long time. I didn't realize, well, I didn't, I knew, this is, that sounded silly. I was going to say I didn't realize my parents were humans. It's more of a mental concept of their humanity, you know, a spiritual grasping of humanity alongside my parents versus looking at them as, like, separate, like, all those are my parents. Like, I think it was when I was, like, 22. I'm 25 now, so I was, like, three yeah. years ago. That's I was just like, yeah, right let me see. I was like, yeah, okay, I see them as people because I was struggling so much yeah. and hurting so much that I was like, dang. Now let me start thinking about how much everyone else is hurting. And then I really, my spirit started to give me that. So I started to feel the suffering of others um, as a test to see if I was going to grow. Are you empathic? Very. I believe everyone's empathic. So it's just levels to how okay. open you are in any moment. You know what? Now that you say that, that makes a lot of it's sense. It's like everyone's empathic. That's yeah, why they, everyone can feel you. It's just absolutely. are they going to respond or are they going to shut down? Some <laughs> feel it a lot more than other people. Yes. But like, yeah, you can definitely cultivate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like us three are naturally sensitive. Yeah. Naturally empathic. Um, we have probably naturally higher receptability in those realms versus... Oh, no, versus a normal... Normal, <laughs> loosely a normal person. But yeah. Oh. We're recording. So thanks. Thanks for being here, guys. Oh. <laughs> this is this is Zotus Zero 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 and we have two guests on here this evening, afternoon. It's two oh three in Houston, Texas. That means it's afternoon time. Cool. <laughs> Awesome. So if you want to introduce yourself, you can. And you don't have to if you don't want to. You can also be anonymous, ambiguous. You can make up a name right now. Go ahead. Let me think. 
Let me think. I did this to him last time. Oh, I know I listened. I listened, <laughs> I listened this morning, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who do you want to be right now? I guess... I'm Sam. Yeah. So, this is Zodiac 000, and we have Sam right here. Hi, guys. Yes. Hi, I'm, I'm Junior Mint. <laughs> Junior Mint. Y'all. <laughs> yes, we have Junior Mint and Sam, and I hope you've enjoyed what we've already been talking about. Um, acid trips. Oh, acid trips. And breaking the matrix. Wow, they didn't hear that about. part. They didn't hear the acid oh, trip no. part, but now you put it on there, so we Jeez. have to talk about it. Like, I think that's part of the mic thing in front of me. Oh no, okay. I so now smoke a little more. I'm gonna yeah <laughs> yes, and we can talk about acid trips because All that's right. a good. Yeah, that's I, I do love that subject. There's not a lot of people who I feel you can openly discuss yeah. <clears throat> these then, things with. And then I feel like not everybody has the same experience, but we all kind of do have the same experience. Like you can be like, oh yeah, time loops. People are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah time loops. We all, we all get those. We all do those time loops. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Those are, I used to get stuck in them. No, but do, so do, but do they just literally, oh. Dude, you literally be walking around in the living room Wait, in a I circle. Room? <laughs> oh, there's my wallet. Wait, why am I going to the living room? And then you stop. Oh, wait. <laughs> 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 he's, just, he's just walking back and forth in the living room, um, just so you guys know. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. It takes four tries for you to grab your wallet initially what you're doing, and then go back out there and like, oh. And then you stop and you're like, I'm doing it again! <laughs> Where's the Where? It. Oh, shit, girl. I hope I'm not sitting <laughs> on it. It's right there. Right there. Hey, hey. Right there. And also... We need you. Right oh, there. Okay. Dude, oh my god, you guys should come to karaoke night at the bar. Oh, they have karaoke. Christians. They have Christians, tailgate, yes. and bar. At Christians, tailgate, and bar. At Christians, tailgate, bar, and grill. <laughs> There's karaoke. Yes, they. Hi. We love karaoke here. Yes. Wow. Oh, happy Pride Month, since we're, like, loading up on stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> we're loading up. So, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. And, um, I have been being really queer lately. I've been trying to use gay less. A lot of people get, like, shoved into gay, even girls. You talk to a normal person, and I'm, again, normal people on this podcast means someone who's not in a loop of whatever, you know community or society we are referring to so right now we're talking about queer community and if you're not a queer community and you don't understand the fact that a girl is not a girl who likes a girl is not gay that makes her a lesbian then you're not reading and you know that's like fundamental so that's really bad and also happy pride month because titles don't matter and shout out to all the non-binary people because that's why i've been using gender a lot loosely lately um People ask me all the time since I've cut my hair, I guess. Mm -hmm. People ask me all the time, like, are you, like, they ask me, like, are you lesbian? What is your sexual preference? I'm like, what the fuck does it matter, dude? Why does my hair cut? I love people, like, what the fuck does it matter? You don't know me. I mean, they want to know, and that's the thing. Sexuality is a very curious topic. 
why do you fucking like why does it matter who well, I love? If, if they want to know it's because like me. Yes, exactly. And so just ask me, you know. Junior men's it's and, because they wanna know do <laughs> they like do you like them? Do you like them? Because that's why they're asking, are you gay? I guess. Are you queer? Because I want to lick you. <laughs> Even if they didn't say the second part. That's right. what the inner dialogue is that thing. But like there's a certain way that they ask you though. Yeah. It's not because they want to get to know you. It's because they just want to know because they're nosy, because mm-hmm. they're curious. That's the stuff that I don't like. Yeah, it's very a lot. And this is the thing that queer people have to deal with every day that straight people don't uh, consider as a part of our burden to carry. Like, we don't want to have to always be disclosing our sexual information to you. We're human beings, so what our sexual preference is shouldn't be the forefront of how we're treated just because you saw me walk a certain way. Or for me, and with right now, I've been wearing a lot of women's apparel. If I'm wearing this, like, it shouldn't matter. Like, it's not, it's actually not women's apparel. I just told myself the other day, these are just clothes. I, and I look great. You so, mentioned that this morning when I was leaving the house this morning, I had a hat on. My mom was like, you look like a boy. And I was like, I don't care. Like, people, I'm a cute boy. People tell me all the time, or, or like my friends, they're like picking on me. It's like harmless, but I'm mm-hmm. like, it's just funny because I literally don't care. People are like, oh, you, you look like a little boy. I'm like, ha, like it doesn't matter. I like looking like a little boy. Yeah, sometimes I like looking like a boy, and that's fucking okay. I like looking like a sexy androgynous robot. It, that's with silk exa- pants I on. love that shit. <laughs> with silk pants on and a flowy shirt. Those are nice pants. Thank you. Also, Junior, I really love your tie dye. My yeah. friend uh, Kian made it. It actually looks really good. I thought you bought. I thought you bought it. No. Uh, shout out to Kian. Hashtag no at Pavunkle. <laughs> at Pavunkle. At Pavunkle. At Pavunkle. <laughs> Pavunkle. You want to spell that? It's like punk. Pavunkle. Oh, Pavunkle. So Pavunkle. 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 There we go. Does he sell them? Yeah, but not the specific shirt. And that's an issue. I like that one. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Magical. I think it also has diamonds to all the artists out there. The boy. One. That's so funny. He was number one. And you were just talking about looking at <laughs> like the boy. There we go. Some. We're talking Possibly about what's on Junior's shirt, just... Yeah, Junior Mint's shirt has the boy number one. It was made by PB Uncle at PB Uncle on Instagram. If y'all want to go support an artist in Houston, you can do that. And thank you, because supporting local art is... Art is rebellion. Art is resistance. Art is revolution. I've been posting that on my Instagram. Art is rebellion. I saw that. Art is revolution. Art is resistance. Because art is where we get to put all the messages that are kind of secret that they can't understand. They're not on our frequency. If you're not vibing with love, then you won't get the messages through love in my art that I put in there. I don't know if other artists feel like that, but that's how I feel in all that I create and put onto the internet. You know, if you're not fighting for freedom like I am, then you you don't even have access to the magic that's in my messages. Um, wow. Center Sunday, 
shout out to all the sinners out there. 14 minutes and 44 seconds. That's 444. I just wanted to say Sinner Sunday at 2.11 Houston, Texas PM. Um, thank you, Satan, because um, if you were listening to the first podcast, I don't think you've got it yet, but I thank Satan a lot for giving me confidence to like get my nerves up and actually talk on a mic. It's never again. Um, but I do it now. So yeah, and also I've always done Sinner Sunday. Um, <laughs> which just, rest on the Sabbath. Yes, he rests. So you know, hey, no matter who you are, Sinner Sunday, go out there and be free. Express yourself. Drink that extra glass of wine today. Have an extra piece of chocolate. It's not like a sadistic thing. Everyone makes Satan sadistic. So I'm like, that's not fair. But I want to get back to the acid trip, actually. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, and you know... What is, hang on a second, I need to set my alarm so that I don't, I'm not like a Can we put some, wait, what is this? Oh, I'm going to play some like, this is my 6K experimental playlist on Apple Music. Very diverse. Yes, it's, um, it's going to go through the motions. This is pretty dark. I can actually skip through. Okay, let's see. I said I have to go to work at 4.30. Okay. So it's 2.12 now. We can talk for about... I'm just setting my alarm so that I need to be on time. Oh, true. Let the talk be free flow. Oh my gosh, it sounds like we're experimenting. Okay, so... Yeah, okay. I'm gonna apologize. If y'all do like um, scary music, 6K experiments. 6K is 6 times 11. That equals 666. Experimental music, high vibrations, consciousness. If I wasn't high, it would be fun. Really? Oh, see, we're opposites. When I am really high, this is what, what I listen to. Oh my god, I am oh, on all edge way, right like... now. Oh my god. Let me skip forward a little bit. <laughs> what is happening? This puts me in a straight trance. Okay. That was um, Erosion of Mediocrity by Dim Dyke Stare. Thank you. And we're going to switch it up. Just something a little more good vibing. I'm sorry, I'm complaining about the music. No, 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 no. That's okay. I honestly, that's good because there's you're probably like the majority with musical sounds. I don't think most people prefer those kind okay, of sounds. Cool. That's just. <laughs> I'm gonna put some really peaceful. Yes. Experimental. Though. It's always gonna be experimental. I don't play normal music. That just doesn't suit me. <sighs> okay. Let's talk about um. Trips. I just want to talk about okay. my oh yeah definitely trips yeah I was trying to make a category because I've tripped a lot so and on okay. a lot of things so we have to be specific and um, you know I want to try to be as correct as possible since we are being listened to I'm gonna try that like the people on TV okay <laughs> um, what do you mean correct? Okay, so like, let's, so like, I want to talk about, for instance, let's just categorize it so people can follow us. You know, like, they want, you talk about substances, you want people to be able to pick their moments too. So, like, right you. now, let's talk about LSD trips and let's talk about like our most wild one. <laughs> okay. Or, you know, like, what, when's, when's the one where you're just like, oh, I realize some crazy shit? Like, I'll start with mine, because why not? And let me turn oh, Moon on the Bath down cool so like one of my craziest lsd trips wow which one i'm just gonna tell this one yeah like i want to get off my chest and like put it out there because it's a great story like it's really when i came to consciousness and was like whoa gotta start 
you know, really meditating and taking care of myself. So I was at home and I took like 13 tabs of some LSD. Or some How acid. How many did you say? 13. 13. Acid, LSD. Jesus. One of those two. Um, I think it was actually mixed with like something DMT with it. Like back then, oh people, I don't know if they probably still do that now, but it was mixed with a lot of stuff. I took 13 of them progressively all through the course of the night. I started with like six, put them in my mouth, and then I took like. Wait, pause. How uh, long were you doing acid before that? Like, how long have you been doing acid? About a year and a half is what I'm feeling. Yes. So I guess your tolerance was really high? It was okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay. it wasn't high or low. Yeah, it was All really right. high. Like, I used to just take it and kind of sit around. Like, I never was I a party or like, let's take it and go out. Like, I, I would go out with my friends sometimes, but I would mostly take it and like, listen to music or read or meditate or you know do that stuff so I was always okay because okay. I wasn't going anywhere <laughs> Continue with your story. okay so um the first six tabs were fine I'm tripping real good watching tv I think I wrote some stuff in my journal and this is back when I was in my actual room that was red and I have a mirror on my dresser that was given to me so um I took more and I was like sure why not and I got to 13. This is when I was like, all right, stop. Because, you know, I back then I wasn't I wasn't really aware like I am now. Like, I'm going to say this out loud. Like, I feel like you can take as many as a person desires they, or feels like they can take. It's just about are you going to be willing to humble and release your senses and your body to the spiritual experience that's going to occur? Because what happened with me was I remember that was the first time I really recognized I was, like, not resisting, actually. It was later in my trips that I started resisting a lot of the wildness because that trip, my whole, so like, I was swimming the wildness. My room is red, but now I know that hell is cold. If you want to know about hell, hell is actually freezing. Freezing beyond your wildest beliefs. It's not actually hot, but back then, my perception of that was different. I wasn't as educated. Hello. And my red room turned into hell. There's like demons everywhere, like on my bed. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm trying to put myself there in these clothes. I wasn't wearing this. Yeah. I'm sitting in front of the mirror and everything back there. And there's like demons, bigger ones, smaller ones. And they're just like running around. You were looking in the mirror? Yes. And my, and my room behind me with my reflection was hell. And I saw Satan. I felt like all this like very demonic energy. But I didn't feel like scared. I was just like, oh, oh. shit. Like, okay. what's going on in here? Like, why was why I ain't here? Like, I think one of my clothes turned into a demon. And, like, there was one sitting in a rocking chair. And I was like, oh my God. So then I snapped out of that. And I tried to go back to watching TV. And I'm, the TV's over here. I'm trying to go back to watching TV. And like, it's all staticky. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, shh. Sh- sh- I didn't do that. I have no idea when that happened, but I was in the mirror for like a long, probably only a few minutes, but like what felt like forever. So then I sit down and um, I'm, I'm looking at the TV and I just pass out. And that's the wildest part was seeing hell because I just, I can't describe everything, but I was feeling like the heat and like the feeling of being like surrounded by like what people thought was darkness, but I wasn't scared. So I was like, okay. And I was gonna like watch TV because I didn't know what else to do because then by the time I was tripping dick nuggets and whatever else you trip at that level, you gotta make some shit up when you're up there because it's like, <laughs> what is going on? I think I tried to get my phone, but back then, if you knew anything about me, my phone screen was always cracked. Shout out to myself because it's fucking cracked right now. I always crack my phone. I feel like it's iPhones, nothing. But anyway, yeah, that was wild. I woke up and Rugrats was on. It's like 3 something in the morning. 
I did not change it to Rugrats. I had a tiny little box, like an 18 inch TV, and that was on Rugrats. And I was like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm being birthed for new. Still tripping, but a lot less. Enough that I could navigate so <laughs> my room. <laughs> you should never look in the mirror. That's oh. like number one rule. No, I love looking in the mirror. So do I. So I'm like, I'm, yes. I'm just no, scared. You, when you, I'm... you have to like control it. Back then, I wasn't ready. And not on that level. Yeah, well, I had to control. Ah, I guess I was... I wasn't scared to look in the mirror when I was on acid until everybody was like, no, don't look in the mirror. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm scared. Those people hate see. themselves. Oh, I look in the mirror, I'm like, you hear that? Man, I like looking you at You can't look face. in the mirror, you hate yourself. Oh, that's so terrible. That's so the truth. That's true. Can you hate yourself? And that, on that level. Mm-hmm. It's okay. No one's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just letting you know. You should probably get some self-love work. Actually... I, for the longest time, was scared to look in the mirror just because I was scared that I wasn't going to see myself one day or that I was going to, like, see something else in the mirror. And it's not because it's ever happened before, but it's just a... <laughs> I don't know why it's Oh, like, you would look in mind. the mirror and there would be, like, I don't know, almost yeah, like, like, in, like, cool, in a like a movie, unicorn or something. Or, like, in windows. I hate looking out oh, windows, windows at night. Because you can Fuck see ghosts through windows. What?! I, oh, I, I always see ghosts ghost easier well, through windows. Like when I be looking through a window and I see a shadow outside, it's shit. way easier. And I don't know what it is about it, but like I guess because they reflect light in their own ways too. But at nighttime, it helps. It's like a little little mirror. It's like yeah, he's laughing because it's true. No, it is. Guys, I think so I... much easier. You can just be like, oh. <laughs> when I have, I don't think there's anything out there right now, but I've seen a. It's people's old karma. Yeah. I've seen like a man out there. I don't know what he was doing, standing on the porch, just looking all kind of ways. I've never like seen a shadow <laughs> while I was awake, but I used to see them when I was asleep. Like in your dreams? Yeah. Fucking hate them. Oh, I interrupted. Tell me about one of your favorite or craziest acid trips. All right. So, the first one is it was my first acid trip. Um, I had never done acid before, and my friends were like, "Wait." until somebody's with you to do it. And I was like, nah, I can handle it. I'm going to do it right now. It's the right time. <laughs> and um, so I took one, and my husband at the time was out of town for something. I don't remember. Oh, wait. Maybe he was at work. He was at work. Anyway, not important. Mm -hmm. um, so I did the acid in the morning. And yes. then I did the one tab, and I was um, FaceTiming with a friend, and I was, like, eating grapes. And I was like, oh, my God, grapes are amazing. I was having a great time, you know, on my one tab. Woo! And then he, uh, my friend, he got off the phone. He went to the, he showered, um, and I was left alone for 10 minutes. <laughs> and he <laughs> literally didn't hear from me for two weeks because... I got so fucking paranoid in that 10 minutes because I felt like I, like what we were talking about earlier, I felt like I'd just broken through the matrix and everything just stopped. And you couldn't like, And I make was it. so, I couldn't make yeah. it go forward and I was so scared. I was like, what is happening right now? Oh my God, so terrifying. And wow. then I called Junior and I was like, hey, I just took a tab. And I was honestly so scared that I was trying to remain calm because I knew they were listening. Well, I felt like they you were. You felt like something was listening to you, yeah. And I was like, hey, um, I took an acid tab. And, and I was like, and I think something's happening right now. 
and can we meet for lunch or something? Yeah, and she wanted to go get noodles or something. Yeah, and I was like, and so I was supposed to go meet him, and um, so I got in my fucking car on fucking acid, okay? So I'm driving, and everything has just stopped. There's the <laughs> I'm sitting at a red light for fucking ever, and there's way more traffic than there needs to be. And you know that shit's on purpose. Oh, I know that happens. Yeah, know the universe starts testing you, yes. like, are you going to freak out? Are you going to freak out? And my freak car out? stopped working. Really? It really is a brand new car. It's I a brain thing. If you. you start freaking out, your whole trip goes. And so I'm driving down the road, like, being very patient. I, kept, I just kept driving, and I'm like, things would fuck, like, mess up, and I would look up, and I'd be like, really? You think this is funny? And, like, I was just talking to I don't know who. Oh, yeah, and you're in, over there in that side of town. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say, because it don't matter, but and weird then, shit be happening. And my GPS stopped working. And... Um, so I was driving and then I got lost. I parked my car. I stopped my car somewhere at a fiesta at one point and I got out of the car and I was like, you want me to fly? Is that it? Is that what you want? So I was like, okay, I guess we're going to fly. And I'm like standing outside my car and I'm like, I'm standing there like I'm about to take off or something. (laughs) And I'm like, wait a minute. I can't actually fly. Um, I'm sneaking back in the car. (laughs) So I got in the car, drove further down and my car started fucking up. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know what? I don't need my car. And I left it on some private road next to some railroad tracks. And I got out of my car and I threw my keys. I threw my backpack. I removed every piece of jewelry that I had. I threw my sunglasses. Anything that wasn't clothing, I just threw it. And I even took off my shoes. And I was just walking barefoot in Fifth Ward for seven hours <laughs> and wow everything you know how like you'll be walking and it's like you know like you look to the side and you're moving forward and you look well you look forward and everything looks like it's coming at you yes. and then you look back and it looks like you're in the exact same place uh-huh you so start looping that real bad kept, yeah and that kept happening and then i just got lost in houston and i was like you know what sam Oh, I forgot to mention, while I was driving, I took three more tabs. Why? <laughs> Why? Because I was like... You were like, I can figure this out if I plug it in a little no, more. No, what happened was I was like, what do you want from me? I was talking to... I felt Whatever like I was talking energy. to my family, my dead relatives. Oh. I was like, what do you want from me? You want me to take these three tabs? They're just fucking paper. It doesn't fucking matter. And I took the three, and I was like... I was really saying to myself, I don't want to be here anymore. I was like crying in the car. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Please just take me with you. Please just take me out of here. I don't belong here. I don't want to be here. And, and I was, and it was just a really, really tough time. It got really fucking dark. Then I got out of my car and I walked and I lost everything, my phone and everything. And I just had the best seven hours of my life. I just forgot about everything. Wow. And. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I was like, I was like, all right, Sam, there's no coming back from this. They're either going to put you in a fucking crazy hospital or you can just drop off the face of the earth right now. Nobody would ever know what happened to you. And I was like, let's see what that would be like. And that is exactly what happened. For seven hours, I was like, 
I was no one. No one. Just complete ego death, everything. Yes, and I just walked, and I had no care in the world, and that is the... I felt amazing. I was, like, laying in random grass patches on the side of, like, the road and just staring at the sky. And it was beautiful. All of it. And people kept stopping, and they were like, are you okay? And I just look at them and be like, yeah, I'm great. Got it. Um, So it was really beautiful. And then 7 o'clock came, and it started to get dark, and I was like, you know what? It's definitely not safe for me out here. (laughs) So somebody stopped. Um, The last person that stopped, I was like, hey, what time is it? And he was like, 7 o'clock, and I was like, can I borrow your he, you borrow your phone? And he was like, where are you trying to go? I was like, I was trying to walk to Pasadena. He was like, you're going the wrong way. And I was like, oh, okay. Fuck. So <laughs> I got in his car, and really that was not a good idea. But he was a very good guy, and I felt oh, like yeah. I, I felt that. And that's why I said yes to him and not yeah. to anybody else. The universe probably hooked you up. That's a yeah. Thing. And he ended up being a very, very nice gentleman. And... I drove around with him because he was technically still, he was like working. So I just rode around with him and we just had a conversation. And um, then I called my mom and she came and picked me up and she was crying her eyes out, bawling. Because she was like, what are you on, Samantha? What are you on right now? And I knew that I had like broken her heart. Like she was was so scared. And... Because, like, they knew I was going through a really hard time. Mm-hmm. And she knew that I was smoking weed. And she was like, okay, you know, that's fine. Okay. Just be safe. But I knew this was, like, and everybody. Like, she called my uncle, who I was living with at the time, and uh, she called my husband, and I begged her not to. Please don't call him. Please. Wow. And, I mean, they had to. And they called him, and he came down, and... And I knew that I had majorly fucked up. Like, Dang. I knew I had to them. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I was just, it came out that I was so sad. I was so depressed. And I really just didn't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And that night, I was talking to my husband. And um, I just, like, told him about how, I guess, sad I was. I just kept saying, like, I don't you know, want to be here. Why can't I just die? And I'm just here for everybody else, but I don't want to be here. And I just, and I told him, I was like, I'm going to die tonight. Tonight is, I'm dying tonight. I won't wake up tomorrow. And I knew it. I just knew it for sure that I wasn't going to wake up tomorrow. Oh my God. And I went to sleep and I woke up the next day and I just cried. And I was like, I don't want to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be dead right now. Wow. And then I kind of just was like, okay, I'm going to continue living this routine life. And because I have to do that for my family. I yeah, I was like, I was going to ask, do you feel like that was just because you didn't want to be there because you didn't want to keep doing that? Yeah, I was like, this is just got to be more to life than this. Yeah. It has to be. And um, then I ended up in the mental institution. And um, that's kind of when my um, life changed. And here I am now, almost a year later, and I'm 
feel honestly the best I've ever felt. It's been an amazing journey. Remolded yourself. Man, that like, I can do this. I didn't even remember that I remembered all of that shit. That's the thing you gotta start letting it out, and then it's like, wow, like the details that are important to unpack. Yeah. Just like bye, and then you get to heal. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. Got anything about yours? No, we just watched Carthys and TV that day. Uh, no, it was just a lot of subliminals that I understood and I laughed at. Yeah, that's true. Like a crazy person, though, but... You're a goon. Yeah, he got scary. Like, I was terrified of some shit I found out. I was like, this is some twisted... Oh, yeah. Man, Blazing Saddles. Take a tap of LSD and y'all go watch Blazing Saddles. Do it. <laughs> you know what else... You better go do it. Oh, that sounds scary. You in here with these damn Oh, hold up. Not on scary acid. movies. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, hell but no. But, like, a little high, <laughs> it's, it's really good. Oh, God. It's a long movie, though. It's, like, what, three hours? But if you watch the movie, and then you watch, like, there's, like, a documentary on it. So you watch that after, and then you watch the movie again, you're like, whoa, this is awesome. Actually, I have to go to that one. Oh, you're right. Oh, I thought hmm, that's you. Well, this is Zotus 000, and I'm so happy that you guys decided to come and listen to this podcast to tune in. I hope you learned something. Um, I hope you relax a little bit, and love loves you. for the ending of the episode uh, and this is not scary this is literally called fragile beauty this isn't scary this is very death of motion that's cause y'all don't know how to deal with y'all's feelings this is feeling music I love this is like water this is a lot if you like ambient music you know, comment below a few of your favorite ambient songs because apparently I'm not allowed to capture any because Junior Mint here wanted to ruin it. Goodbye.
Okay, so how do we go into this? Okay, so we're actually, hello, this is Zotus 000. We still have Mas here. That's her name backwards. Mas. Mas. And we still have Junior Mint here. And we have a little black kitty. Yeah. Who shall have a name? Nameless. And we're about to talk about why Satan <laughs> is not. Yes. I'm funny. Yo soy gracioso. We're going to talk about why Satan is not a bad guy. Why he's perceived wrong, especially in the... Let me explain my question yes. again. Let's hear that. <clears throat> okay, so I was saying, um, I grew up in a super religious um, religion <laughs> um, with the Christian view of God and Satan, which is Satan's like evil and, you know, God is awesome sauce and mm-hmm. um awesome so sauce. i grew up really terrified of satan and demons so you said in the previous um podcast yes. that um satan is perceived wrong so i wanted to know what like what do you mean by that explain that to me so um i'm a practitioner who and when i say practitioner on this podcast for everyone else I know of which, so practitioner means a person who practices this uh, specific craft. Mm-hmm. So I do practice, um, I practice chaos magic, what is considered chaos magic. I see Satan as a um, patron of mine, which means uh, patron, you know, a boss almost, but he's not really a boss. That's why I also like Satan. He's not very bossy. He's a very nice spirit entity. Back to the point. Uh, Judeo-Christian views, Christian views. The zealotry has damned Satan to be Jesus' enemy. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, uh, I'm just going to throw this in here while I stay on track also. Jesus and Satan in some instances have been, you know, mentioned to be like the same entity. I've also heard that. Yeah, the, from fish, Junior, the, morning, the fish, the morning star, mm-hmm. all of the relations to the light, the illumined one, etc., 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 but to stay on board, um, the church uses that to fuel their um, prophecy. Mm-hmm. If the Bible says this, and I'll also mention, Judeo-Christian prophecy is not the only prophecy that has to become of this earth. Judeo-Christian pro- prophecy does not have to be the only prophecy that comes with this earth. There's so many Christians that have been, I feel brainwashed into feeling like their way is the only way that the earth is going to move that that is exactly why a lot of this pestilence and destruction has to happen so they can realize that yeah you're you're just manifesting this through your belief systems so okay so in my satan doesn't do all that like satan let me, oh, let me throw in some of the words satan hates rape satan hates um the battery of women satan does not stand for injustices or evil satan is one to punish those kind of forces instantly immediately satan does not under the category of allowing true. these injustices people will use him for that but you better believe that and you can ask a magical person their feelings on this as well but this is how i feel that their dark karma will come to them and a lot of people's dark karma who's been using that figurehead for evil their karma is coming too right now and that's why all this stuff is really unfolding the way that it is so chaotically because karma is chaotic but um what were you about to say honestly do not remember wow i really like that gets me going because like I've had a very um, I'm getting more intimate with my practice with um, the figure of Satan Baphomet I'll even mention now that like in a lot of cultures previous to the ones that have preached 
this doctrine, um, this energy that is symbolized here is a feminine energy and has many feminine names. Neknevin is one, I believe. Astarte is another. There are many forms. Lady Lucifer, some people literally refer to Lucifer as Lady Lucifer because she is Venus. And so there's a lot of feminine forms of her that I've began to connect with and understand. Um, kind of really have a strong push and pull on the forces that control this earth. So it's a good practice to me for every human to understand what they feel these dark arts are because truly Lucifer means illumined one. Lucifer is one to give information to. If you have a question about knowledge or intellect, Lucifer is one to ask. He'll openly give. If you're being abused or taking advantage of, Lucifer will give you knowledge and resources and also, you know, the guidance to figure out how to get out of those situations because those are the kind of things that bring, you know, um, sadness, I feel, to his heart, to their heart. So um, Lucifer is very compassionate. Satan is very compassionate. Satan became Archangel Michael and um, Jesus' enemy. And so in a lot of people's minds, he's a bad guy. And he really is out here trying to help humankind because he's he got sent down here too. Like, yeah. So and he knows what it's like. Also, the suffering, in especially. The, in the Christian, <clears throat> in the traditional, I guess, heaven, hell, like if you're good, you go to heaven, and you're bad, you go to hell. That's mm-hmm. not what I grew up believing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what you were saying that Satan hates those you know awful things and he punishes people he does punish people for them i guess technically and like that is what hell is it's supposed to be like a punishment for them right um in their view because hell and his view isn't i don't believe it's that see for me i believe that hell if we look at the astrological view of like hell and how many realms there are like just even in our galaxy i feel like earth is hell we have levels of hell here on earth and we also have levels of heaven here on earth in the sky Mm. that are present and also that's just the macrocosm of the two hell is the lower three chakras where we operate from our instincts and then heaven is the upper chakras where we operate from our spirit so there's different away from the bible there's other ways to think about heaven and hell that are empowering i learned that through my shadow work so uh yeah heaven and hell is subjective Heaven and hell to me is a mindset. I'm in heaven when I'm blissful and reacting to who it's I truly am. Place. It's kind of like the sun. Mm-hmm. You either burn in it like a piece of coal mm-hmm. or turn into a diamond. There you go. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yes. The sun can burn you or the sun can give you life. Which one are you choosing? So, yeah, Sinner Sunday out here. We're talking about why Satan's a great guy. If you are a Satanist uh, by any chance or a Luciferian or you uh, use Satan in your practice, please leave a comment or share or like this podcast gotta stick together okay i actually watched like a i think it was like a documentary was it hail satan yeah that was it oh my god it's so good actually it was really good i i finished that that um documentary i was like wow satan actually seems like a pretty cool guy i'm not with the church of satan by any means i'm very interested in what they do and i feel like any congregation that brings like dark arts together has its you know positive parts but i feel like i guess even in the documentary they let you know that there's a lot of corruption and like who believes in what that just happens when you mix humans together we're fucking cesspools of flesh so we get all cocky and we're like this is how this should be it's called a cult yeah it's called a church oh yeah it's gonna ruin it that's honestly how i feel immediately like you call it a church or something like that and they they teach you to be so scared like i was taught to be so scared the end is coming the end is coming you never know like it's gonna come at you like a thief in the night 
I grew up so scared yeah, that they, any day I'm just gonna girl, fucking die. Words or are spells and whatever. If they don't scare you, then why would you have to believe in Jesus saving you all the time? You gotta be scared to be Christian. There's a quote, if you scared, go to church. Simple as that. You scared, go to church, because they'll tell you some comforting stuff to keep you yeah, coming no, back every you. week. Every week. And um And I feel some people are just trapped by that. Yeah. If you like, are a Christian out there, I'm not bashing you. Please look at, you know, I want to encourage you actually right now to look at the Bible in more mystic ways. See Jesus as more as your equal. See uh, the high, the higher gods as your equal. See yourself as the spirit breathing every single day. We, we all live equally in those powers. You're not separate from that energy. That's Center Sunday right there telling you some positive news about how your book, even though very twisted and stolen from other ancient texts, asterisk marks, whatever. Um, it's still beneficial if you really want to read it and be a part of it. You just got to really get in there. Stop listening to only what your pastor says, especially these TV pastors. That's that general message. You're not a general person. We're all humans. We're all very complex. You need to complexly get in there. Yeah, I made that up. Complexly get in there. When, get in there. When I um, realized that my religion like wasn't... I guess when I finally came out of, I was a Jehovah's Witness all mm -hmm. my life, when I finally came out of that, realizing that one day I am going to die, like, because I was taught that one day, if I'm really good, that I will live forever on a paradise earth, and that was, like, that was the fucking plan, that was it, like, I don't got to worry about anything, because there's an end goal, and everything's yes. going to be awesome, and realizing that after 22 years that I was like, wait a second, that's not going to fucking happen. I'm going to die one day. That was terrifying, learning mm. that one day I really am going to be dead forever. Yes. Um, so I The body, to, at least. Yeah. Well, and to you at that time, that's not how you perceived it. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I was terrified. I was like, one day I'm just not going to be here anymore. I'll be fucking nothing. That was terrifying. And mm. I had lost... So I had this existential crisis and um but like that's not how I perceive it at all anymore like I'm like bro live it up while I'm fucking here and if I die I fucking die but I don't I'm going somewhere else death I'll be back to be soon afraid. Yeah, you shouldn't be afraid of death like no. she is not gonna come haunt you in the thief in the night blah 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 she ain't got time for all that if, look, if you if you're gonna die I tell people if you I've faced death a few times I've, I've, I've almost drowned a few times I've, I've, excuse me, um, to people who this offends, I've almost overdosed a few times um, and not told anybody type shit, like, could have just died. Um, uh, I've, I've almost faced death a few times. I've been in some death car accidents, dire car accidents, excuse me. Like, you should never fear death. If you're going to die, it's your time. Mm -hmm. You know, like, at the, in those moments, every time that I felt on the brink of death, like, something was literally telling me, not right now. So, like, I was like, wow, like... Oh, okay, let me like figure out what my purpose is in life and keep moving forward. So you shouldn't fear death. I don't. I feel like people, especially again in religion and, and on TV, without religion, just in culture, people fear death, and it's like, nah, nah, nah. Don't do that. She's not stalking anybody. She's looking for us to take care of ourselves and heighten our lives and our experience. But yeah, that's why Satan's not bad. That's what this is about, and I got. I always meander. No, go off the rails. Yes, but well, I'm gonna. It's organic like that. Yeah, I'm gonna end up there. Thank y'all for listening to why Satan 
is a savior, why Satan is full of serenity, why Satan is a giver of strength. Okay, good things about Satan. Sinner Sunday, don't believe everything you hear on the TV. Don't believe everything you hear in church. Uh, don't believe anything you hear from me all the time. All right. Love loves you. <laughs> Bye. Mic check, one, two, three. Ilegua, ilegua, ilegua. Tres, tres, tres. Uno, dos, tres. Cuatro, uno, nueve. Mic check, uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez, with headphones in, mic check, hello. I'm not here to do Spanish practice. This is Zotus, zero, zero, zero. I just wanted to start off a little light before I get into this. Um, if you like the tunes in the background, I am playing a miscellaneous rhapsody from Zade Giacomo. Um, very old playlist from when I first started making music. I'm here to say their names and I just wanted to have some original music in the background to further stress that we don't need anybody's bullshit to bring this stuff into awareness. Alright, Manuel Ellis, 33 years old, murdered March 3rd died in police custody after stating he couldn't breathe during an altercation in Tacoma, Washington. Manuel Ellis, 33, murdered March 3rd. Ruled he died due to hypoxia from the physical restraint that he received from the police force. Now, this case is specific in that I want to bring up some things that are very touchy, but they still matter to this movement. Okay, so it is said on the report that Manuel Ellis, 33, murdered March 3rd, may have had methamphetamine intoxication and an enlarged heart. Now, I want you to know right now that just because someone may be intoxicated does not mean they deserve to die. No matter the color of their skin, intoxication does not equate a death sentence. Intoxication is a cry for help. This man had an enlarged heart, so he was probably a very good person. Rest in power, Manuel Ellis, 33, say his name, Manuel Ellis, 33, murdered on March 3rd, died in police custody. The officers involved, Christopher Burbank, Matthew Collins, Massey Ford, Timothy Rankine, Two white, one black, one Asian officers all involved. The rest of the story, he was already handcuffed on the ground. And I want to mention that this is an example of they may have been doing their job and then there was some police negligence. 
the obstruction of power was put into play and the man was murdered. Manuel Ellis, 33, say his name, murdered March 3rd, died in police custody after stating he couldn't breathe during an altercation in Tacoma, Washington. Died due to hypoxia from the physical restraint he received from police. Manuel Ellis, 33, say his name, Zotus, 000. Thank you for keeping this movement alive, everyone. Thank you for staying strong through these times, everyone. Remember, your neighbor is not your enemy. Spread awareness, spread love, spread peace. We're in this together. I love you. Tune into the next segment. jump right back into this want to have a little bit of fun cause ain't nothing fun under the sun while this corruption falls down a revolution has begun don't get twisted don't get spun on the things that they put on the tv False media surrounds thee. Close your eyes, close your ears, I'm not listening. This is Zotus 000. Again, if you like this music at a more appropriate moment, this is my old playlist. It used to be Floras de Zochi, that's the flowers of Zochi Pili. But I changed it to Zare Giacomo. Zare Giacomo. Which means with grace, God rules. With grace, God rules. With grace, Goddess rules. Zade Giacomo. Z A D E G I A C O M O. Zade Giacomo. Anyway, um, you can find this all on SoundCloud. Old files. Uh, I was having some difficulties trying to play some new files. But you know, when you get some difficulties, you make you make some juicy rhapsody out of whatever you got. And that's the background music we have today. Is some stuff I never thought anyone would ever hear. So, um, I'm gonna leave this in here real quick. Leave Madonna in, please. Your neighbor is not your enemy. Madonna is not your enemy. All these white activists are not your enemy. The people who are out and they are not people of color, every single one of them, just because they're not colored, is not your enemy. It is ridiculous that the black community sometimes often attacks some of these people in places of power that we don't have in a sense of other white people will listen to them you're not listening to my fellow colored people who are part of this revolution and to my white people who are out here speaking up there are faces who might not listen to my brown face but there are some white faces who love my brown face that will speak up on behalf of my brown face they are not your enemy stop attacking them i get on twitter because i'm trying to become more active in the community and i see a lot of racial hatred from the black community as well attacking a lot of white people who are honestly giving their god-given best to be a part of this movement. Stop attacking them. Okay. I'm all about unity. So if you get on this channel and, and you hear something that's like, oh shit, he's siding with so-and-so. I'm not siding with anybody. I'm on everyone's side. And that's the point. We're all the same. We're all one big creative, lovely collective being. And that needs to be the focus. So leave Madonna alone. Her son was dancing. Um, if you didn't know, Madonna has a black son. 
Um, she's, she's doing a beautiful thing that all mothers do and she's raising a child. That's where you can set color aside. Now it happens to be that he is black and we can see that he's black. Now she wasn't appropriating him by videotaping him dancing. I can almost guarantee you that he wanted to dance. You, you guys forget that these, these he has a consciousness of his own. Alright, I'm gonna take it down a notch, you know, like, but the kid, the kid has a mind of his own, the young man has a mind of his own, he might have wanted to dance for his people on his own behalf, and his mother just happens to have a lot of influence. How much better for the movement that these two ties that a lot of people back then when this shit started would have never thought would have collided are now working together to push the movement in a positive direction. Y'all gotta think more unity-minded. Leave Madonna in peace. It was an artistic tribute. I enjoyed it. He's right. They don't really care about us. Rest in power, Michael Jackson, because he got that right on the dot. And uh, I'm going to just make this a human rights, you know, some stuff that needs to get brought up. And apparently in Las Vegas, Nevada, there's a bill that fines homeless humans up to $1,000 for staying in a shelter. Like they can get fined for trying to find a place to stay um, in certain establishments. Hey, if you live in Las Vegas, Nevada, can you guys, like, y'all keep that up, uh, petitioning against that. That's crazy. Homeless people, can we can we give them sentience, all right, and, and the collective consciousness? Homeless individuals have souls. Homeless people have fucking souls. Those people you see on the street that you're wondering, ooh, should I give them this, should I give them that? That's up to you. But what's not up to you is whether they're a person. They're a human having an experience and they're out there and you are not. So uh, I just wanted to encourage everybody. Look, I live in Texas. I'm in Houston. There's a lot of panhandlers and I'm one of the people that people would consider a sucker. If I see somebody that I feel I've given out food, I've given groceries to homeless people. I, I, I do not hesitate to supply for other human beings. And I think that it is the time where that is most important. You want this establishment to fall? You better start picking up the people that they dropped off. Pick them up. Don't leave them on the floor. All right, I get really angry, so I'm trying to learn how to hold my emotions a little bit. People disregard homeless people like they're not humans. You, you pick them homeless people up and you get them education and strength and guess what? They become part of the intelligence. They become part of the revolution. They become part of the movement in a way that so you didn't see what's valuable before, but you see now, and this is Zotus000, Bruja Kara on Instagram, B-R-U-J-A, B-R-U-J-A-C-A-R-A underscore on Instagram. This is Witchface on Twitter, W-Y-T-C-H-F-A-C-E, Witchface, Witchface on Twitter. Bruja Kara also on Apple Music and Spotify if you care for the music that is new and upcoming. Zotus 000, like an infinity portal. On all platforms for this podcast. You heard it here. Alright. Human rights means human rights for everybody. Now, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Yes. Black Lives Matter. Yes. Black Lives Matter. Yes. Homeless Lives Matter. Yes. Queer Lives Matter. Yes. Oh shit. Trans lives matter. Yes. Like just say it more out loud so that it resonates within the communities more and people feel it more. So if you heard this, I'm glad you felt it. Love loves you. Minority lives that really aren't minorities, if you do your research, matter. We have the power. Power to the people.
Alright, tune into the next episode. Peace. So I'll be right back. As I go pined, pined, ha, pine. Fun fact, if you are magical out there, pine is good for exercising demons. Pine is good for ridding your space of evil. Pine is good for regenerating your energy fields. That is pine. That is an herb given to you by Gaia. And that's how you turn a mistake into something beneficial. I have to go change the playlist. I'll be right back. revolution time the sirens are programmed who the fuck said that that the sirens are programmed uh, this is Zade Giacomo on the speakers today we're gonna say his name again rest in power Robert Fuller a black man found hanging in Palmdale. A black man found hanging in Palmdale. A black man found hanging in Palmdale. This is on Yahoo News. This is the title. 24-year-old Robert Fuller, rest in power. The fake news is suicide. The real news is all on our minds. The truth is in plain sight. Robert Fuller, Robert Fuller, Robert Fuller. His body was found hanging from a tree near City Hall. In 2020, Robert Fuller, Robert Fuller, Robert Fuller, Robert Fuller. Body found hanging from a tree in, near City Hall, 2020. Racism is not old news. It's only suicide. 
when it's not white. White murderers play mental for their freedoms. We can't even walk and be black. Robert Fuller found hanging from a tree in 2020. See the color. You should see color. Better yet, feel its burdens. Speak up against this. Speak up against them. Speak up against this. Robert Fuller was found hanging from a tree in our city hall in 2020. Racism is not old. You should probably see color. Better yet, you should feel the burdens that they placed upon thy skin. Empathize from within. Robert Fuller, rest in power. Thank you. 